Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the most underappreciated forgotten festival of the church year has to be Ascension Day. Why is that? Now think about this for a moment. Think about the day that Jesus came to earth. When was that? Christmas. And boy, at Christmas time, we go all out, don't we? Everything is decorated. We celebrate Jesus coming to earth. It's a big festival. But yet, the day that Jesus leaves and returns to the Father, there's nothing. In fact, for a lot of churches, it's not even a, a, a statement that's read to the congregation. It doesn't make sense. It, it, it's not balanced. At one end, there's a celebration. At the other end, there's nothing. And even our, our hymnal reflects that. There are 32 Advent hymns, 36 Christmas hymns. That's 66 hymns in all. It's roughly 11% of the hymnal, which is tied up in Christmas and Advent. Do you know how many Ascension songs there are? Seven. Seven. Why is it? Why is Ascension the forgotten festival? I think we've forgotten the importance of it. Because for Martin Luther, it sure was an important celebration. It was an important celebration through a lot of uh, the years following Martin Luther. And then it slowly fizzled away. But this day is so important because it is proof that Jesus came to earth to do the work of the Father. On Ascension, Jesus is telling his disciples, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'm leaving. There's nothing else to do. I'm done. And when you think about it, that's a true statement. His work of reconciling us to the Father is over. And so, on Ascension Day, this day is your assurance. Your assurance that everything that Jesus came to do has been fulfilled. No more work. When Christ hung on the cross and he said, it is finished, he meant it. So why is this day important? Well, let me add to 
what it means that this is our assurance that his work is over. It means that now Christ is seated at the right hand of God the Father. He is now ruling his church on behalf of you. He is interceding for us. He is the go-between between God the Father and us. And that's why, you know, when we have our prayers, how do we normally end our prayers? Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Ascension Day means that he is the mediator, your mediator. Ascension Day means that his promises are fulfilled. He's kept them. You know, when you think of a world today, if you think of family and friends, or even if you think, you know, your life, how many promises have I made that I have not kept? Well, God the Father made a promise all the way back in Genesis chapter 3 of the fall into sin. that he will crush Satan. And on that cross, it was accomplished. And so today we have that full assurance that his work is over. However, it's the beginning of our work. Now, not our work to earn forgiveness, not our work to earn eternal life. You know, I have... I have to make that distinction because then we can easily turn Ascension Day and other festivals into something that I need to do for Jesus. Something that I need to do maybe to give me assurance that I'm going to have eternal life. The problem with that is How do we know how much good work we need to do to get into heaven? You know, let's say John here, he took last week 32 pictures of different family members. He's feeling pretty good. How do you know maybe Jesus wanted him to take 40 or 41? You see, we just don't know and we can just keep guessing at how much work we have to do. It's the beginning of our work of being witnesses for him. It gives meaning and purpose in our lives. There's a lot of work to be done, especially in this world today. But he calls us to be his witnesses. There's a question for you to struggle with. What's your life focused on? What keeps you going day in and day out? Is Jesus in the answer to those questions? 
Could you imagine if Jesus was left out? This past week, I got to minister to a family who lost a loved one. What kind of assurance can we give if Jesus is not in that answer to the question of purpose and meaning in our life? You see, Jesus' work is over, but ours is just beginning. But pastor, I have too many, I have too many failures in my life. I've made a lot of mistakes. How can I be a witness? In fact, at anything, people are going to see me and see all my failures. That's my witness. Not Jesus, but my failures. I think all of us feel that way. But we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. We have that promise of the forgiveness of sins, of eternal life. And so that someone can look at you, and when you are going through a bad or a rough time, and I'm going to use Mr. D here for a moment, when he was, when Bev fell and all of that transpired, what kept him positive? What, what, what gave him energy? What gave him drive? Was the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we all have that. Despite all of our failures, all of our sins. And so I think Ascension Day is a time to refocus our lives on, you know, who are we? What has God called us to do? The disciples had problems with that. You know, just a few days before, the disciples asked Jesus, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? In other words, are you going to bring back the glory days? The time when we were ruling under Solomon and David, the times of great glory, great prosperity. Jesus, when are you going to get rid of these Romans? I don't like them. They persecute us. When? We have questions the same way. Lord, when are you going to take care of fill in the blank in my life? When are you going to remove that or deal with that pesty neighbor of mine or that pesty coworker? How come I'm the one who always gets the bad deal? You see, the disciples had ulterior motives. The disciples were focused upon themselves. <clears throat> and notice Jesus quickly refocused their lives. Essentially, he's saying, you know what, disciples? It's not about you. You know, I told you that I must suffer 
that I must rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness will be preached to all nations. Jesus, did this. he doesn't say that I'm going to bring back the glory days. In fact, if anything, preaching forgiveness and repentance is going to be a difficult thing to do. Imagine telling someone today that what they're doing is unpleasing towards God, that it's a sin. Boy, they're going to jump down on you quickly that you're probably going to turn around and say, I'm never going to want to witness to God again. But yet Jesus calls us, it says, and you are witnesses of these things. And we are his witnesses. We see the benefits of his word that's proclaimed. We receive peace when we partake of Holy Communion. Why do we have that peace? Because we know our sins are forgiven. That we have eternal life. Jesus is reminding us that the best is yet to come. And what do I mean by that? Jesus says, if I go on to prepare a place for you, I will come back and to take you where I will be. He has prepared a place for us in heaven. And so his work is finished. Ours have started. And notice what was the result of this. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Verse 53, and they stayed continually in the temple. They stayed continually in the temple. You know what that tells me? That God's word is so powerful that it transforms every aspect of our lives. And that's Ascension Day. It reminds us of his mighty power. So as we go forth, as we continue to walk with him, let's also remember Ascension Day. Remember that his work is done, our salvation is secure, and that the Holy Spirit will be with us as we continue to be his witnesses in this messed up world. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We now stand and confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 